0: John Stewart is back at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. Listen to The Daily Show Ears Edition wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to Comedy Central. Hey, y'all. Welcome to... <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying y'all. Welcome to The uh, Daily Hit of Pod. Um, I'm Nikki Glazer. How are you? I'm pretty good. Um, it's about 1 p.m. here in St. Louis, Missouri. Um just made a tea latte because my parents have like a mo- milk foamer thing and I'm drinking this like turmeric tea because turmeric is supposed to be good for um you're like uh, <laughs> what the fuck inflammation and I went to a doctor a few months ago and she did blood work on me and she was like you're inflamed like crazy and I feel inflamed I don't even know what it means to be inflamed um like, she was like, you have a lot of inflammation. I'm like, well, obviously inflammation means, like, you're big. So it made me feel good, actually. I was like, oh, that's maybe why my jeans aren't fitting. Because my body is inflamed. It's not because I'm, like, eating more. You know? So I'm sucking down turmeric tea to make to make it all suck back in. Uninflame me. Deflame me. Um, but I do think it's bad to be inflamed. Um... That's just not a good thing. She did a lot of studies on me through my blood work and told me a lot about myself, and I don't re- really remember many of the details. One was that I have the hormones of a uh, postmenopausal woman. That didn't feel good to hear, but it made sense of why, um, like, I just don't really care about sex right now. So I got to figure that out. Who knows what's going on there? But I I look great, and that's all that matters, you know. I don't look postmenopausal yet, but I feel like, though, if your body is functioning as something, eventually the outsides will catch up. So I'm not ready to look post menopausal yet. Um, so I got to figure that out. Although I've been a, kind of a horny bitch lately. I got to be honest with you guys. I feel like I'm getting my mojo back. And it's, oh, I hate that word. I hate that I just said that. Oh, I want to start this podcast again, but I'm not going to. I just picture Austin Powers and how, like, mojo, <laughs> baby. Ew. I'd rather say I got my groove back. Just like Stella did. Um, But yeah, I've kind of been um, much more, uh, like, my brain's been working in that way a little bit more. I think it's spring. I'm just feeling a little bit more sexual because of spring. I think that always happens. Things start to bloom. Birds are fucking all around you. You just feel more amorous in the spring. Um, Which always feels good because I feel like I go through this winter depression every year where I'm like... I'm not sexual, I don't really, I'm not interested in anyone, I look like shit, and now I'm like, uh, you don't really, you're kind of, like, I feel like everyone just starts, like, thinking about fucking in the spring, but maybe, maybe not, and honestly, me, not that much, but uh, more so than when I got my blood work done, I think, so I hope my hormones have improved, I really haven't done any- anything different to make me think that anything should be different, but who knows, Um, My face is clear. That is a good sign that my hormones aren't working. Um, If I usually just zits and all different kinds of zit patterns are popping up along my face Uh, throughout the month. I usually have if I'm on my regular cycle, I have about one day out of the month where my face looks okay, And it's I'm lucky if I get that one day. It's usually like 10 hours where it's like everything's clear. Because usually it's, like, a fucking whack-a-mole. As soon as one pops down, another one pops up. And they're all different varieties. Some hurt. Some just won't go away. Some are just... Anyway, so, like, my face has been clear for too long, so that just makes me think my body, like, is dead. Like, nothing can... Bacteria can't grow where other things aren't. You know what I mean? But also, it's, like... The only time my skin has ever been this clear is when I've been on birth control. And I'm not on birth control, so that makes me think that my body thinks I'm on birth control equals it thinks that I'm not getting my period equals I'm not getting my period. But um, don't really miss it. And by the way, I don't even have tampons uh, available here. I thought I started my period a couple weeks ago, and I frantically asked my mom if she had any. And she's like, I think I might have some. And I was like, in the glove box of your time machine? Like, why would you have those anywhere in here? You haven't gotten your period for probably about as long as me mine mine went away at dance after dancing with the stars um and it's shown it's done some cameos here and there but it's never been steady mm. which is upsetting and it's probably not something I should reveal in a podcast but who gives a shit like really who cares anymore um so yeah I got that all this blood work done it also told me that you know it was kind of like validating she did all this oh she did my jeans too she um She took my genes and she measured them. No, she, um, I did one of those 23andMe's, except not 23andMe. It was just one that, um, kind of analyzes your mental health and, like, how different medications work on you based on your genes. And, um, and that was helpful because it was like, yeah, you have addict in your blood, which I don't, or in your saliva, which is always, like, feels better when you have tend to run, like, an addict- um, to have confirmation that it's not your fault which none of it is even if a, even if a test says oh you're predisposed to be this for some reason we go oh that's why I'm that now I feel better whereas if it just but it, it doesn't matter if you're predisposed it's just you are what you are and ha- having some sort of excuse because it's in your family tree does not make it more acceptable it shouldn't make it more it should if it helps you that's fine but not having it in your family tree shouldn't make you feel worse about what you are which is generally how I feel is because my whole family seems like pretty balanced and then I'm like I have all this shit and the thing is I don't have all this shit I just want to be the healthiest version of myself so I seemed oh my god there's two birds fighting hold on that really got me off my track birds break it up they're fighting out by the pool there's no fighting by my parents pool read the sign fight at your own risk um no what was i saying is that it's i i sometimes do ever think that because i'm someone obviously who thinks they're so fucked up has all these things like i'm depressed i had anorexia i struggle with you know self-esteem sometimes i think that i'm a little bit too uh, overzealous about fixing myself and it's like why can't i just be flawed you know but i think therein lies the um the, the balance is that you accept your flaws, but you still work towards better thinking, you know, because the way you act now is just based on how you learned to act when you were a kid. And you learned to act when you were a kid based on someone with a dumb brain, you know, you were a kid. So you're making all these decisions for yourself and about yourself that based on things that you didn't understand because you're a fucking kid. So you come up with all these coping mechanisms that you carry on into adulthood that helped you when you were a kid because you were a dumb kid that didn't know that, um, you know, that monsters weren't real. Whatever you were doing to self-soothe as a kid because of uh, fears that you didn't understand, you can drop those habits, but it's hard to do. But it's easier to do if you acknowledge them. My point is, I got blood work. My point is, I don't get my period anymore. No, um, I, it's, the thing is, I still get uh, PMS, though. It's so weird. It's like, it's almost like the way Dr. Drew comes. And let me explain that to you. Um, Dr. Drew had his prostate removed because he had prostate cancer. And so he told me on my show that he comes and nothing comes out anymore because he doesn't make, like, not sperm. Maybe he makes sperm. Maybe he doesn't make semen or sperm. I don't know. what But but one is um, he doesn't make the, the fluid. And so nothing comes out. And... So that's kind of how I feel about, what did I just say that that's how I felt about? Oh my God. I know you guys are like, Nikki, we follow your train of thought, but now you've lost it. Um, Yeah. I feel that way about uh, my period. Yeah. I get all the symptoms of it. Oh, here it comes. And then nothing comes out. There's no cleanup. It's kind of nice. But you know what? The other stuff is not nice. Orgasming feels, at least feels good. The stuff around periods is like serious insanity, dude. It's like the, 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 uh, just the highs and lows. And for some reason when you start your period, you go, oh, that's why I'm crazy. And then you feel better. And it's like, why can't you give yourself that excuse before you start your period? Why can't you just be like, I'm feeling this way because I'm feeling this way? Why does everything, once you have an excuse for it, you're like, oh, it's my period. There's a bigger argument to be had here moralistically that Sam Harris presents in his book, um, Free Will, where he talks about like, how we often shit this mic stands falling we often when we hear someone hear someone has like done some insane insanely violent act let's say like murdered their whole family and chopped them up and ate them or whatever the fuck and we look at those in that person sentenced to death and then we study that person's brain and then we see that there is a tumor on the frontal lobe in the you know murder my family and chop them up, up section of your brain the amygdala or whatever the fuck it is and then everyone, when, when we discover the tumor, not everyone, but a lot of people go, it wasn't their fault. The tumor grew and it made them do the thing. And you go, it was the tumor. And you go, okay, should he have been sentenced to death? It's all questionable because now it's like a brain problem. It's not, he didn't mean to do that. He didn't intend to do it. However, everything you do, every decision you make, every move of your finger, every, you know, any decision you make is based on your brain doing something weird. Like no brain just runs normal. Everything's There's things happening all the time that make you do the things you do. Yet, unless there's a significant image on a screen, we, we, we suddenly can excuse it and go like, oh, you don't deserve the death penalty because there was a tumor. Well, there's no tumor. What if um, that guy maybe didn't do that because he as a kid was abused and so his brain didn't function, like didn't grow well enough and then he murdered people? Oh, that's not an excuse? Like where do we draw the line? I think it all connects I think it really does for some reason when you when you I tend to beat up on myself when I think I've chosen the behavior that I'm doing and then as soon as I'm like oh that runs in my family okay good I can now just like I'm I'm I have stress because I come I have stress in my genes it like just gives you an excuse people love horoscopes anything that like gives you an excuse for what Mercury's in retrograde it's just nothing's your fault but ultimately even when it is your fault it's not your fault you can't control what your brain is doing or thinking you really can't you think you can but you can't read about it in free will you have no you have no power over the situation you're in right now let's say you move your finger okay move your finger okay the thought to move your finger occurred so you moved your finger but what happened before that thought did you think to think it no now, I know this is out there, and you're like probably like Nikki. Just shut up, get off your um, Sam Harris horse, and leave it to him. But I just want you to check out that theory. It might freak some people out because when you truly learn, you have no control over anything you do, and that there's no thought that precedes a thought. Because you go, yeah, I think something, and then I pick it up. I pick that glass up, and then I do it. Okay, was there a thought before you thought to go pick the glass up, or did you choose to think I'm going to pick that glass up? No, it just popped into your head. You had no control maybe this is interesting to you maybe you are so tuned out and that is fine too um I'm getting this podcast done early I wanted to get a nap in later I have to interview um a couple people later on my show I'm doing this special for Sirius where I'm interviewing comedians in quarantine it's gonna be a two-hour special where I just have different comedians on and I start those interviews today I'm like interviewing six comics and i don't know why i said yes to it to be honest it's not paying well at all and it's just a lot of work it's you know 2 hours of work which isn't doesn't seem like a lot but it is and um and you know it's uh but it's going to be fun i'm interviewing um Rachel Feinstein and Chris de Stefano Chris de i haven't talked to since um i did who wants to be a millionaire which you can watch tonight Um, he is my lifeline on the show. So please watch that. It is hilarious. If you don't know, I went on a date with Chris Stefano. We had a really great time. And then I asked him on a second date and then that never happened, but it was all for the best, you know, like, uh, I, I don't, I have a Skype with him. I have a zoom call with him later today to interview him. And I'm like, not even going to wear makeup for it. That's how like, I don't really give a shit, but, um, but it was funny on who wants to be a millionaire uh I call I used him as my lifeline because he is so smart. He's insanely smart and he knows all these weird dumb things that no one should know. He like know he reads a lot. So anyone who reads a lot is just going to be smarter than me and have some kind of very specific trivial knowledge. So I bl- used him as my lifeline. And I thought it would be funny to like tell Jimmy K- Kimmel who's the host of Millionaire when he asked me about it and be like, "Oh, this is just a guy I went on a date with." And he kind of like didn't want to go out with me again. So this is just a chance to call him. I just want to hear his voice. <laughs> it was pretty funny. I forget how I said it, but it's going to be on tonight. And Chris really came through for me. So listen to that tonight on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire, ABC, uh, 9, 10 Central. Wait, 10, 9 Central. That's how it said. I never understood those when I was a kid. And now I live in a world where all I think about is time zones. Being in St. Louis is so weird because everyone I'm talking to in my business is either in New York or L.A., so they're either an hour ahead or two hours behind. And it is, it th- wires get crossed. It's confusing. Oh my God, there's a cardinal outside my window. So apropos of being in St. Louis. I mean, cardinals are so freaking beautiful. They're not like the prettiest bird. Like I don't I don't think any cardinal is a woman bird. They don't look like very feminine, pretty birds. But they just look like hot. Like cardinals are always like dashing. And I know there are female cardinals. There have to be. But like. You know how some birds just look like girls and some birds just look look or animals just look like boys? Cardinals look like boys. They're they're the hottest bird for sure. And don't and the cutest bird is a baby bluebird cuz they look they look so fuzzy and stupid and they're so fat. Well, the ones in my neighborhood are they just fall on a tree and the tree the branch like shakes but they're not they're babies so they don't really have their bearing yet. Not baby babies but the ones that have just flew the coop. Teenagers. They're like doing TikToks out on the branch. (laughs) Um, That's how you know it's a teenager bird is that it's doing a TikTok dance um, with and it has fluffier feathers and big black eyes. Their eyes are so cute when they're babies. Babies have big black eyes and like not their pupils don't develop later because when they're you have pupils, it like makes you look meaner and more adult Baby's just a big, because it makes you look more innocent, so that the world, some people aren't as mean to you, because you're a defenseless baby. I think it's like a defense mechanism. At least that's what my dad told me. My dad has a lot of information about, like, you know, like we are, like about a evolution and why we are the way we are. The one that always has disturbed me is that he said that men like cleavage because everyone used to have sex from behind and cleavage looks like a butt crack. So with that, I'll leave you. And my dad told me that at a very young age, so that was cool to know. But um. Oh, uh, <laughs> I love you guys. Thank you for listening. Um, thank you for your DMS. I'm still getting them. I'm so glad to, and I heard there's a lot of reviews of this podcast, um, saying how much it means to you. And I'm not reading them cause I'm scared that I'll read a mean review, but like I really appreciate it so much. Thank you for listening to the show. Thank you for doing whatever you're doing during this time to get through it and survive. Um, we're all going to make it. Or are we? I don't know. Squirt, squirt. Uh, pandemic. This has been a Comedy Central podcast.